1: This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn.
0: Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, and I am not joined by Adam Glenn today. Adam is out just living his life, traveling around the world. So I have an Omaha radio legend.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> you, you. You tried to find everybody else, your grandma, your mom, everybody. Nobody was, nobody could do it. So you're like, "Hey, uh, Pat, can you help me out?" I'm like, "Hey, Pat, do you, do you mind coming
0: by?" No, Pat, <laughs> legit is a radio legend in Omaha. I I met him years and years ago. We did a radio together when I was at TMZ. I would call into his radio station. We would chat and it was him and uh and JT. And now they have a they're it transferred over now as a, a massive podcast called the Patton JT show that he co-hosts with JT and he is also the producer for this podcast so thank you pat
1: yeah you got it well to, and to be honest it's i'm the producer of a massive podcast hollywood raw and i'm on a podcast pat and gt but you guys Hollywood <laughs> Raw has done things that and i don't think people like in our in the in the midwest you know we love people we love things that are cr- created here built here whatever um i don't think people realize that here in little omaha nebraska in the middle of the country that Uh, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. I mean, you guys were in, in the top 50 of all podcasts in the world a couple of weeks ago. You guys have accomplished a lot. I'm super proud of you guys. Well
0: thank you i appreciate it thank you for all your hard work and thank you heard that for keeping us going over here um so we're going to jump into this we're going to get you guys into the raw rundown uh you know obviously we've got a lot of stories to talk about big weekend entertainment news but we like you guys going into the weekend feeling informed and up to date uh so we're going to jump in read a couple reviews as our thank you for anyone who takes their time goes on over to apple uh finds hollywood raw scrolls all the way down to the bottom and leaves a a review five stars just leaves us a couple of nice words. Make sure you leave your name on there so we can read it out loud here on the podcast as a thank you since we ain't asking you for money. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here is one new follower from Haley 2012. Five star. I just found you guys because of Juicy Scoop. I had to come and listen to some of the shows you mentioned. Great stuff. You got a new friend. Well, thank you, new friend Haley 2020 or 2012. Appreciate that. All right. That was a good one. A lot of like people that
1: one. found us because of Juicy Scoop. That was pretty Dude, awesome. So many, so many people.
0: So I, many I guess I didn't, like, I've known Heather. We've obviously had Heather on our show before. Uh, but I did not realize the amount of people that would come check us out for the first time thanks to her. It's really yeah. very, very cool.
1: It's almost instant.
0: All right, here's another one from Sherry Key. So good, five stars. Started listening to them after hearing them on Juicy Scoop. Uh, Went back and listened to the Brooke Hogan and Spencer Pratt interviews. I definitely will be putting them in the rotation. So good. Those are honestly some of my favorite interviews. Brooke Hogan by far goes down as um, I I think my favorite episode ever of this podcast. I I loved it. She was so just down to earth and real. And Spencer Pratt, same thing. He I had covered him for so many years. So to actually have the opportunity to speak to him was really, really cool. And I what thought. What was your uh, favorite episode?
1: I really liked Brian Austin Green as well. Was um, it was great. Spencer was one of my favorites. Um, so was Brooke Hogan. Um, I, I liked the just a couple weeks ago. Last week, Kato Kalin. I yeah. thought it was it was so entertaining and so much fun. And the fact that he still has the, the guest house key, and that was the first mm-hmm. time anybody had ever heard about that was on your podcast. I mean, that that was huge. He's great. It was great. All
0: right, one last one, real fast. This one comes from Juicy Scoop I, Irish LMH. Five stars, fantastic. Heard you guys on Juicy Scoop. Shocker, shocker, and had to add you to my <laughs> regular podcast. Fantastic. I'm hooked. Well, thank you to Heather McDonald, and thank you to... Irish, Milmers? I don't know how to say That's that awesome. name. So write your name. Please, please, please. We ask you to write your name in the, in the actual comment itself. That way I can read your name out loud rather than just a generic iTunes handle, whatever they give you. All right. Let's get into it. Get to our, our, our run, rundown for this week. Starting off at number 10, as we always do, Chrissy Teigen announces she is pregnant once again. This is two years after that uh super tragic loss of her baby i believe the baby's name was jack um she was very public about it you know i think it was uh, i think it was probably you know she was basically going in to give birth and the the baby um passed away and so this was it was a huge story obviously all over the world um and she was very open very public about it pat do you remember what i mean Mm -hmm. it feels like it was just yesterday that whole thing
1: went down yeah i mean it just to be able to be talk to your friends about that stuff Mm -hmm. is um, difficult enough, um, let alone being in the public eye and addressing it with people that are less than kind sometimes online for her. I know know that after that happened and shortly after that, she got off Twitter and it was just kind of, it was just a bad situation. So I'm glad that, that hopefully everything is moved past the point now where it, you know, they can move forward with their family. Well, I was
0: just thinking, imagine how scary it has to be, be her. And again, you're putting your life out to the public all the time. But that moment where you're like, all right, I'm about to tell the world we're pregnant again. Oh, and, man. and just, you just never know. So she did tweet. She said, uh, you know, the last few years have been a blur of emotions to say the least, but joy has filled our home and hearts again. And then she went on a billion shots later. Cause she posted a couple of photos of her and like this kind of see through underwear where you see her belly. Um, she said, "We have another one on the way." Every appointment, I said to myself, "Okay, it's healthy today. I'll announce." But then I breathe a sigh of relief to hear the heartbeat and decide it's. I'm just still too nervous, so I 100 percent can relate to that, and uh, I'm I'm happy for them, and yeah. you know, obviously, I wish them the best.
1: Absolutely, me too.
0: All right, number nine. Okay, so do you remember this uh, cheer? The, like the netflix cheer star jerry Dude, harris well yes. life is not that great behind bars for him life. so tmz
1: breaking news what is it
0: breaking, yeah, breaking.
1: news is not good <laughs> behind bars for him
0: <laughs> so uh, tmz did this whole thing they, they basically called up the prison that he's in because he's got a 12-year prison sentence because he was convicted of child pornography so he Gets transferred to this federal prison in Oklahoma City. Um, and they, they basically call it figure out what he's doing on a daily basis. So the fitness opportunities for him are basketball, handball, walking, and weightlifting. There are no cheer opportunities for him at this can federal prison. Can you imagine
1: prison. a prison cheerleading team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I can, to be I, honest I, with you. <laughs>
1: That would be fantastic. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, I guess he can do some hobby, crafts, and board games, group discussion, letter writing, TV watching, but you can't really pick what you watch. Did you know TMZ was huge in prison, by the way? No. Dude, <laughs> I used to get prison fan mail all the time.
1: Well, you're a pretty boy. Of course you did. <laughs> you got a lot of prison mail.
0: No, but I guess the thing is because TMZ would actually cover like – like hot girls and big stories and like political and sports and like it would cover a little bit of everything. And so uh, in prison, like people really enjoyed watching it. So Pat, I'm huge in prison, bro.
1: (laughs) So if you ever do anything wrong and you have to go to prison, you know, it's not going to be that bad for you.
0: (laughs) What did they ask you? You just called me a pretty boy. It's not going to be good for me either.
1: Depends on how you look at it. Uh, what, (laughs) What did they ask
0: you? Uh, no they would just write and say they're a big fan and ask me to write back or send a, uh, a headshot that's autographed or did you um, ever? i did get one that was really like was not a fan of me um so that one didn't go well but the rest were all like really nice and
1: hmm, they seemed that's so cool i just yeah. wouldn't think tmz would be a, a show that they would watch in prison but i guess it makes sense yeah we were also
0: really big in the philippines there for a long time too
1: <laughs> really
0: yeah, all my friend requests were like from the Philippines. I was like, "This is kind of fun." All right, uh, let's go on to number eight. Will Wendy Williams is not married to an NYPD cop, um, even though she kind of said she was. Uh, this was a really Weird story, but um, Hollywood Unlocked claimed that Wendy had said she was married to a cop named Henry, uh, who was a part of the NYPD. And keep in mind, you know, this is she finalized her divorce back in 2020 to Kevin Hunter, and so everyone was like, Oh wow, she's married again! Like, how did we not know about this? Well, uh, apparently, her rep said, No, 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 came to page six, said she's excited about a new relationship. And probably got carried away in a conversation. But she is not married. um, And so the rep wanted to make sure and set the record straight.
1: Well, if I was in a new relationship and the girl I was in a new relationship with said we were married in the press, I would instantly be like, whoa, hold on a second. You think that would be the red flag that you would have with dating Wendy Williams? No. (laughs) (laughs) A whole rows of red flags. That'd be one Mm -hmm. of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, love no Wendy Williams. I loved her show. I thought she was so funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I really I I really liked Wendy Williams a lot.
0: Yeah, I I mean she was definitely she had courage up the wazoo, you know, mm-hmm. to just be able to talk crap on whoever she wanted to. Uh very entertaining. Um, but the last couple of years have definitely been a, a a bit of a train wreck. And I it's I hope she rough. does get uh, back on track here.
1: Yeah, it's been rough
0: all right number seven bts could still perform while doing military service so uh pat i don't know if you know but like if you live in south korea you have to join the military for like if you're between the ages of 18 and 20 you have to do the military for like 20 yeah. months over there it's like a whole big deal because obviously north korea has nukes and so they need to make sure they're kind of on their toes and so anyone who is of age they send to the military to help defend the country well the problem is bts this huge you know pop k-pop band they don't want to necessarily stop what they're doing and touring to go join the army kind of puts a you know a halt to to your career and so they they push it off and said okay well they can delay service until they're 30 years old well i think his name is jin is turning 30 next year. And so now this has become a big topic again. And the people that are running the country are saying, okay, well they can still perform, but they have to still be in the military. I mean, I,
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, first of all, I wouldn't want people that are in the military, are the bravest people on the planet. In my opinion, they sacrifice a lot, a lot. Um, so I, I was never cut out to be in the military, just bravery with all that stuff. Just don't have it. But these, <laughs> but like, to be to be forced to do it is one thing, but between the ages of eighteen and 20, 10 year period. So if they start at age thirty, they have to they have to serve for ten years then until they. No, 40. no, no.
0: Twenty months they serve for twenty. 20 months. twenty
1: months. Okay. Okay.
0: You have to I mean, serve between when you're eighteen and twenty, like within that time gap,
1: you have mm-hmm. to serve twenty months. Got it. Okay, I got it. Um, I don't know. I mean, if that's their law in the country, I. I don't think they've I mean, they have it in, they
0: have it in Israel too, you know. Yeah. They I mean, you, you got to join the army, you got to be there and I think in Israel it's much longer. Um but dude,
1: I'm like, get up, let let's start performing, entertain all these uh all these people in the military. Right, seriously. Yeah, I mean if if it's that's the law in the country, you got to do it, just going to suck it up. 20 months will go fast. Um so can can they can still be they can still perform and be in the military? Can they go on tour but have to go back for like their weekend whatever? So it's,
0: it sounds like they will give them some leeway and uh, you know they can practice, they can perform together. I don't think it's a bad idea like mm. join the military make it a whole PR press done for BTS like who isn't gonna cheer you on when you're in the military? you know what I'm saying like yeah. this is this is an opportunity to get out there and they could do like military shows and <laughs> do the yeah. whole thing. No, televise
1: enough people in this world, not even in their country in our country love them. So this would just, I mean, no one's going to hate on them. They're going to just, their stock's going to rise even higher. People will love them even more. And then it'll be even more exciting
0: in 20 months when they come out and they can go start touring all over the world again.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like it's going to happen anyway.
0: I did think that they said that they were going to do a little like Focus on some solo projects. Not that they're splitting up, but they were going to do some solo projects. So maybe they're just like, oh, "Damn, like this is not the ideal time." But yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. You're you're from South yeah.
1: Korea, right? So <laughs> you got to do. So you got to do, buddies.
0: <laughs> All right, what number are we on? Five, uh, right? You're number five. Yep. Oh no, six. Same Yep. Number six is Dane Cook, engaged to his uh, longtime girlfriend, Kelsey Taylor. Um, you know, they've been together for five years and he is just head over heels. Asked her to uh, marry him. The funny thing is, he's 50 now and she's 23. Um, hey, Pat, do the math. She's 23 and they've been together for five years. How old was she when they got together? Oh, 18. <laughs> I do think so a lot of the articles when it first came out said Dane Cook engaged to his longtime girlfriend and then it's like 23 years old. So then I start seeing that there was a change that the five years got added into every story to make sure everyone knew long time didn't mean five and a half years or five years plus. (laughs) (laughs) It started at 18 on her 18th birthday. Yeah. On her 18. No, I don't know if it's necessarily on her 18th birthday, but uh, everyone. Yeah. This. And where the hell did Dane Cook go
1: anyway? I don't know. I, he was one of the funniest guys on the planet like 10 years ago and he just went away. I don't, I don't know what happened. He went on that tour. I I don't know. Remember the name of the tour, but it was where the circle stage in the middle of the arenas and they were They came here to town in Kansas City and Denver and sold out two, three, four nights in a row, 17,000 people per night, um, and then just went away. I don't know.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he get accused of stealing jokes there for a while? And I think that can kind of tarnish your career as a comedian if you're stealing jokes. I don't remember 100%, but I... I feel like that was one of the bigger reasons that like his career just kind of fizzled out very quickly.
1: And I think one of I think it was I think it was his brother. Didn't his brother steal some money from him as well? Yeah. I, I I believe it was back. Somebody yeah. in his family I think like stole some money. Was like a manager of some of some kind.
0: Someone stole his face. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they did. I haven't seen a picture like, What of happened? He looks like a totally different dude.
1: Well, dude, I, I'm sorry, but a 50. I'm 40. I'm going to be 49 in December. I can't even imagine being with a 23-year-old human being. Like the energy. (laughs) I don't know what I would do. Like they're not going to sit at 7 o'clock and want to watch Married at First Sight on TLC with me on a Thursday night. Trust me. Can you imagine going clubbing at this point in your life? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? No (laughs) way. Getting ready to go out at 10 o'clock at night? No, thanks. So good.
0: All right. Let's move on
1: from Mr. Cook. Number five. almost 50 aren't you you just had a birthday
0: you shut your damn mouth i am not (laughs) shut your mouth pat all right (laughs) okay i'm 40 okay it's close but not that close yet (laughs) all right so 50 cent uh this is number five 50 cent tells randall emmett to stop talking crap after uh he met up with lala kent so This is a little bit of a convoluted story. You have to kind of know the drama between 50 Cent, Lala Kent, and Emmett, uh, or Randall Emmett. It goes way back. So years ago, 50 Cent um, was beefing with Emmett. I guess Emmett owed him a ton of money, like a million bucks or something like that. And he basically put him on blast and said, you owe me money, and I'm seeing your girlfriend, Lala Kent at the time, or fiance at the time, she's posting about how after the first time you guys slept together, you gave her a Range Rover. So he puts everyone on blast saying, if you if you can afford Range Rovers, pay me my money. And Lala Kent and 50 Cent got into this whole battle on social media, talking crap on one another. And then, boom, we see them hanging out together, taking photos. And so it seems like all the drama between 50 Cent and Lala Kent has now been pushed under the rug. And they're good.
1: Well... I mean, I don't, I followed that whole thing when it was going on because I, I loved VPR and I mm-hmm. always thought that it was super weird that she was with Randall anyway. It just seemed like an odd match. And then when um, 50 put Randall on blast on Instagram and was calling him, you know, when uh, I think Randall posted something and called 50-50 and that yeah. whole thing blew up. And um, I don't know. So right there, I see the picture of 50 kissing Lala on the side of the head. You know that is done 100% to get under Randall's skin. And because, 100%. I mean, dude... What was it a year ago? A year and a half ago? I mean, they just had a baby and he was cheating on her while she was either pregnant or they had just had the baby, and he's just not a doesn't seem like a good guy at all. So this picture kind of makes me happy a little bit.
0: And it's one of those like if you if you know what Randall looks like, you're like, How's this dude cheating
1: on her? Right. <laughs> like, like you should give her possible? a sticky ride everywhere she wants to go, you should be carrying her, and you're out <laughs> cheating on her. So ridiculous. She carried your
0: baby, bro. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know, but I I love this. A 50 kissing her on the side of the head is, I I love it. It's my favorite picture of the week.
0: Well, see, I added in because obviously I know that you're a big Vanderpump rules dude. I, it's not my thing. So we're going to move on to the Royals because, you know, I love me some Royals. You love, Um, I love the Royals. So number four. Uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton wish Meghan Markle a happy birthday, uh, despite this massive family feud that they've been going through. So Meghan Markle turned 41 on Thursday, um, the 4th of August and, uh, yeah, on social media, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge went and posted a social media, just saying, wishing a happy birthday to the Duchess of Sussex and posted a photo of her. And then after that, uh, prince charles and camilla also did the same thing and so i don't know if this is just like a hey we need to save face we need to make it look like we're all still getting along because we know the truth is they ain't Mm -hmm. Um, but i i keep thinking in my head what the hell is going to happen when the queen passes away that is going to be such a shit show out there like oh my god like i'm telling you she is like i can't die like all of all of my hard work is going to go down the drain if i if i pass away
1: Mm -hmm. no absolutely i don't know it's um i find it i'm not a huge i don't follow the royals very much but i find it extremely uh interesting because because you know they're the royals and they we we always put them up here but Mm -hmm. inherently they're just a family with brothers and sisters and sisters-in-laws that argue and sometimes they get past things Mm -hmm. and maybe it could be just that maybe they just had this argument and and uh it needed to kind of take a breath for a minute no way
0: you don't think so? no you don't way think so? their their children and their children's race was brought into the picture you think you're going to start forgiving your loved ones if they are questioning their race or throwing I mean, that out there and saying that they are too dark i forgot nope. about that yep that
1: crosses a line you ain't seeing my kids anymore yeah i forgot about that i forgot about that one yeah have, so. you liked the, have you always liked the royal family I don't know
0: why I care about that. I legit don't know why I care, but I do. I just find it fascinating. I love all the documentaries on the Royals and I watch the crown and I j- it's just fun because it's, I don't know, someone to talk about. It's, yeah. It's you know, and it's like a throwback 200 years. So yeah, it's very, it's, it is fascinating. And did you know the queen? So I went through this big like diamond manufacturer when we were in Amsterdam And they had all the like the biggest diamonds in the world, like replicas of them. You know, the queen owns like the seven biggest diamonds in the world or something like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? The biggest diamonds in the world. She owns like all seven of them. And then they all progressively get smaller from that. Uh, She's got, you know, billion dollars worth of you know, jewelry and the crown jewels and all that kind of stuff. And I, I had no idea. Like I was in my mind growing up, the Hope Diamond was like this big, huge diamond. Right. And then you see it next to, again, a replica next to what the queen has. It's pathetic. It looks tiny compared to what the queen
1: owns. I. That's right. Hope Diamond was always like the biggest, the, the biggest thing you like aspire to if you love diamonds. Where nope. do, And where did they ever say... Even though these were replicas, did they say where the actual diamonds are? If she owns them, I'm sure they're in some safe somewhere. Yeah, no,
0: I think they—they they might even be on display at, uh, you know, wherever they have the crown jewels. I forget what the name of it is, but um, yeah, they—she has it all. I'm like, damn, that's, some that's rich. Nice. That's a rich lady right there. That's rich lady. That is a super rich lady. All right, <laughs> cannot die or again, everything's going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> And put pressure on the poor lady. No kidding. All right, uh, number three, Kristen Cavallari is, uh, I guess, called off the Jay Cutler engagement back in 2011 over what she called red flags. So Kristen has been going out promoting a, her new podcast while she went on the Call Her Daddy podcast, which is obviously huge. Um, and she said that there were so many problems with her and Jay Cutler, um, and that you know he wanted her to be a stay at home mom, which she at the time was like, I can't, I don't want to just be a stay at home mom. I have a career. I've got a lot going on. And I guess that was one of the red flags when they first got together. And then she mentioned that the same red flags that she saw at the beginning of their relationship were the same red flags that got her to divorce him. And she said to people, mm-hmm. the takeaway here is you can't ignore red flags. People don't change, and you've got to trust your gut. And I thought that was really interesting. So um, she's got this whole like memoir balancing in heels um, that talks about that she had to postpone the wedding to Cutler because he envisioned himself being a sol- the sole breadwinner and his wife just staying at home. And she's like, that's not me. I, I'm That's just – that could work for someone else, but it doesn't work for me because I have – my uh, my own visions and goals in being successful
1: yeah it's it's um i I get what he's saying but i it's such a weird position to think that that they that somebody else wouldn't want to if they had dreams and aspirations and business business ideas or whatever that they wouldn't want to pursue them and just because you said to or you thought it was a good idea to that they would just say oh okay that's a good idea i'll go ahead and do that i'm
0: just just gonna stay at home
1: Yeah, yeah no problem no problem and you're right and and those red flags at the beginning of a relationship you might get into them and think they're cute at the time or you're going to be able to fix them or change them yeah. and never ever or like okay for example um i mentioned this is the first time I, second time i've married or mentioned married at first sight uh in this show uh but they're in, in the that's process- a red flag to me <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I have a trunk full of red flags trust me um, But there's a couple on there and they just obviously got married, just met each other and slept in the same room. And the the next morning they got up and he snored, the guy snores all night. And she said to him, Oh my God, it's so cute because you snore like, and then you go and I'm like, Oh, six months from now, that's not going to be cute. That's a terrible thing. It's awful. I've occasionally done the at night. I think it's disgusting. My wife's it's, it's awful. So it's not going to get better. That's a red flag. And yeah, you have to don't ignore the red flags at the beginning of a relationship.
0: <laughs> but anyway, she said basically uh, their divorce was the best thing she could have ever done. They were really unhappy and unhealthy relationships. She didn't want her kids growing up thinking that that was like normal, you know, mm-hmm. to be around that all the time. So she doesn't regret anything at all. She's very happy, you know, that they have their three beautiful children together. Uh, but she's like, I hope he goes off and gets married and has a wonderful life because that's it would also be benefit the children. So anyway, just it's uh, interesting hearing her perspective because she was yeah. so quiet for so long.
1: Very healthy, All right. Thanks,
0: Absolutely. So number two, Monica Lewinsky, getting a lot of hate from the beehive. Uh, you know, she is now she she was asking for a change to one of Beyonce's old songs, Partition. So she did it a long time ago. However, it got brought up once again because there was a song in B's new album, Renaissance, that used two derogatory words, um, kind of insulting someone with a disability. And immediately, and, and that that song is called Heated, uh, Beyoncé team said, I'm sorry, there was no offense meant to be here. We were una- unaware of uh, these terms, so they removed the song. Okay. Well, Monica, uh, Monica, many, many years ago, went after Partition because there's a lyric in Partition that says, He popped all my buttons and he ripped my blouse. He, Monica Lewinsky, all over my gown. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she went after Partition, said, Get rid of this. Like, this is not fair. You know, referring back to Monica's gap dress back in the day when Bill Clinton, you know, did his thing on it. So one of the things that she said was like, "the the lyric should be he, Bill Clinton all over my gra- a gown point. rather than Monica Lewinsky'd." Um, but the Beehive not happy with Monica inserting herself into this narrative, and they said, "You know what? Keep your mouth closed. No one cares about what you have to say, especially with a song that's ten years old. So move along, old lady." Is basically what they said. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm not a fan at all, and I know this has happened Beyonce. There were a couple of other in the last six months or so um, artists that changed lyrics because of, mm-hmm. of people that were offended or whatever. And I understand people are sensitive to certain things, but I'm just not a fan of artists changing their lyrics because somebody has a problem with it. I, Dude, I, I, I know. I know. The,
0: not- the problem is there's people that have a problem with everything. Like it right. doesn't, You could You could say... I love you. And they're like, I don't like the way you have your uh, that nasty tone with me. And you're like, I just said, I love you. It, it's just people yeah. want to find the bad and everything. And maybe in this situation though, like if it is a derogatory term towards someone with a disability, then, you know, and she genuinely didn't mean to put it in fine, pull it out all good. But I think that there is, people are so worried about being canceled right now for everything, everything. Yeah. everything. And right. you like you work your whole life and then you get canceled overnight.
1: Yeah. I think I think Beyonce is beyond cancelable, but you still get you still get ner- nervous about that because you never know you never know. I I totally understand that, but I but then on the other side you see people that do things and they stand by what they do, and obviously the extremely offensive stuff. But like something like this or uh, something where a group of people think that something's not this specifically, but think something's offensive, and they say hey, this is my art, this is what I'm doing, and they just move forward, and it seems to get forgotten. You know, yeah. it's it's like this kind of stuff like this gives it life a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but. I don't know. It's it's tough, but I just don't like canceling or or uh, changing art of any kind because somebody's offended by it. All right. Well, don't say dumb stuff then, Pat. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the number one story of the week for our raw rundown, and it is Demi Lovato will now be using the she/her pronouns as well as they/them. So if you remember oh god when was this like 2021 maybe last year uh she announced that she was non-binary and said please refer to her at the time as they them and so everything changed everyone started referring to they as they them and now she is saying nope i am feeling more feminine once again so you can now refer to me as she her this is i I I am all for it but wow this is this is really getting tiring. Like, just pick something, lady. Come on. Right.
1: It's just confusing. It's it's confusing. And then back to the story we just talked about before, is that if you if you don't use the right pronouns in a certain situation, then you feel like you're you're offending somebody. That's the last thing you want to do is offend anybody. You just want to say what's right, but you don't know what's right.
0: The, the one thing, though, that she has done and um, is she's always said, look, you know, I, I feel the best like this best represents me in my gender expression allows me to feel the most authentic true person all for it. She does give grace to people who mess it up. And I do really appreciate that because as someone who talks publicly about celebrities and especially if they choose a new pronoun to, to use for them, it's very hard to retrain your brain. And during that process, celebrities having grace for that, is much appreciated because I've had to cover Demi Lovato uh, right after the pronoun change and it it was difficult. And she goes, you know what? I've messed up my own pronouns. So everyone else, I I understand if they do, I'm not going to like crap all over them for doing it. So I thought, I thought that was one thing that she, she gets it just because you say it out there, Mm -hmm. like give people time to adjust.
1: Yeah. And I think you can tell, where somebody's coming from with a comment. If they legitimately are set, talking and they say it incorrectly, you can tell versus somebody who's saying it maliciously or with anger or with, you know, like they're making fun of somebody. So I'm glad that she does that because 95% of the people, at least that I know, they don't want to offend anybody. They just don't want to make anybody mad. They just want to just get through life and and not upset anybody and just kind of learn what is offensive and what isn't offensive to somebody.
0: Well, And especially with pronouns, because it's something that you've trained your brain one way for your entire life and like the way that you speak and then to kind of like shift that it can be very difficult. So, um, but I think people are, people are starting to get it. They understand how either important or non-important pronouns are to certain people.
1: Well, and uh, my name's Pat. Most women <laughs> I know are named. Like, I don't know how many guys, <laughs> there's some guys named Pat. So I understand like that's my at at on Instagram and Twitter or whatever is Pat is a boy because I went on the radio, and actually Nelly is the one who gave me that nickname because we we did an interview with him, and at the end of it, he's like, uh, "Hey, say what's up to my baby girl, Pat and JT," and that was like ten years ago. So I'm like, "Well, okay." So constantly, that's so why I, I mean, oh,
0: it's so it. good. I so like that you got it, cousin Nelly,
1: cousin Nelly. That's right. So
0: good. All right, guys. Well, there you go. You're caught up with all the things in entertainment news. Uh, we got you caught up on the raw rundown this week on Hollywood Raw. Make sure you follow us on social media. We've got a TikTok, we got an Instagram, we got a Facebook, we got a private Facebook page. So if you go to Hollywood Raw and then look for the off the record private Facebook group, you can join us. That's kind of where we talk about things that uh we can't talk about here on the podcast. Give tips, uh, let you know where celebrities are or uh, potentially uh, just random stuff comes up on there. Um, Anyway, and then make sure you please, please, please head on over to iTunes. Scroll down to the On the Hollywood Raw page. Scroll all the way to the bottom. Give us a five-star review. Say thank you for getting us caught up to date. And make sure you leave your name. Uh, I am Dax Holt. So you can find me at Dax Holt on all social media platforms. That's Pat. It's a boy. <laughs> is it, it's a boy. No, Pat is a boy. Is,
1: is a boy. Yeah.
0: No doubt. Pat de- is a boy. It for Adam. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, follow Adam Glenn, who is not right. here this week, but he will be back next week at Adam Glenn. Thank you guys so much for joining us. See you next time.
1: A Huda Media Production.